Today we're gonna talk about music lessons. Is it still a thing? Ah, don't know. You're listening to Jump Sembang Malaysia. I believe that the first exposure we have to music, or actually music education, right? Okay. Starts with primary one in school, where the teacher asks you to buy a white recorder. Oh my gosh! What I did that happen during that. your your time? Yes. It's was like it, was the recorder the first thing? Well, for me it is lah because um, yeah. Yes. For me it is. Yes, we had to go and buy one, or maybe I had. It's I part of like class music, you know. One. The first official class music is, yeah, we need to learn how to play the recorder. Okay, I think I started music lessons before that, probably just slightly before that, not very much. Because you come from a music family, lah. Yeah, no, but at that time also, I don't know whether it was music family or at that time, everybody went for piano lessons. Like all my friends. Oh wait, wait, wait. I do have piano lessons before I reach primary school. Like at the age of five or four or something. Wow, like that. so young are you? Ma, my mother was a bit gung ho la. So okay. for me, it was like I remember at the age of four or five, I said, "Mom, I want to learn drum," and then she stared at me. <laughs> and she said, "Drum is for boys. You go learn piano." I'm like, "Huh, piano?" So you imagine in my brain, it's like my hands and my feet going. Blah 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 blah. She said, "Learn piano." Suddenly, it's like gentle. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, I think my first few classes were uh, piano classes, keyboard, keyboard lah. I won't call piano ah, keyboard. So yeah, mine would have been when I was six or so, I think, uh, piano lessons, and then after that, I remember, uh, suddenly I wanted to learn violin. Wow, semangat. Yeah, and the age you know what's a violin? Lagi double semangat. Yeah, why ah? Okay, I think okay. So you talking about exposure to music? I think my dad used to play some some classical. Music in the car, you okay. know, and he had a violin, and so I think that kind of piqued my interest. I was like, mm, I want, I want, sounds nice. I want to learn. And my mother said, please lah, you go and finish your, your piano first, you know. And she loves telling this story. She's like, go and finish your piano first. I'm like, but I want. It will take forever to. Finish Why is it that we always want first? to learn another instrument, and the parents think that some other instrument is better or easier or whatever? I don't know. So you know what I did? What? I collected ampa money. I think I had 50 ringgit and okay. I told my dad that I got 50 ringgit let's go find whether I can buy a violin or not so he took me to the music shop and then yeah I think I've told this story before then we bought a Suzuki half size violin okay and uh Yeah, I think what I didn't realize then, or pretended not to know, was that parents had to pay for the music classes, lah. Ha ha ha. Buy the instrument already. Can. Taka lah, tarik cegu. Betul. So you took music lessons too. Yes. Uh, but you are not a practicing musician. I gave it back all to the teacher. Because, but do you play? Hey, do you still play? I didn't want to learn piano. Why am I in piano? I only play when there's no musician in the room. So it helps lah. You can play what you can still play. I I do play. I tell you the weirdest places that I will play now is um in some kampung ulu ulu and I need to draw the kids in to tell stories. Then I just play some. So it's a useful. It's it yeah. is a useful skill. Huh? Uh, but it depends. So I took two types of piano. One is the ordinary piano, like grade one to grade eight. I think I finished at grade seven and I give up okay. grade eight. Mom wanted to kill me, but I said all along I was forced to do it. And then I went for this play by ear thing. 
Wow. Um, until at, at one's cost lah. So I think the play by ear thing really helped me when I needed to go and be a spontaneous pianist somewhere that right. no, there's no pianist. You know, okay. some places you go, you want to reach out to the community, you want to be friends, you know. Ah. Uh, for people like me lah, especially. Right, right, right. I do have a few tunes lah up my sleeve. Okay, so that's great because I always wonder, and this is the reason that I'm talking about music lessons also lah, I always wondered why all the parents want to send their kids to music lessons. And then, you know, last time it's all classical, right? Yep. And then after that, okay, everybody's like, wow, all my friends like, wow, can play the great eight tune, like, wow, the hand flying all over the place, you okay. know, and like, okay, I've got short fingers, right? So I cannot reach more than nine paling maximum. Sometimes you can reach, wow, ten, oh, the hand, I think okay. you can lah. In, in the keyboard? You know, and I will see them doing the, wow, the jump here, jump there, dum dong, dum dong, dum dong. I'm like, wow, so terror. And then I don't even know whether they're actually using this or not because music, especially classical, is something like, you know, if you don't practice for one month or two months, it just starts to karat, 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 karat. So imagine if you don't play for three years. Yeah, it can be quite karat. Very karat, so right? testimony here. Ah, okay. So, got benefit or no benefit? For, for me, I'm more curious about why parents send their children to learn music, mm-hmm. super terror, grade 8, whatever, and they say, don't do music for a full-time <laughs> living job. Ah. And I'm like, Huh? Like w- then why? Like why? Correct. Why yeah. you invest so much money in music? Music learning music is not cheap. Yeah, you know, with the instrument and the tutor and everything, and then tell them please don't find don't do music as a full time job. It's just totally confused. <laughs> okay, so right. Okay, so I've I've been kind of when I was growing up, I used to think that a lot. You know, it's like why not when I was growing up lah, but maybe when I was a teenager because I actually thought. Piano. I gave piano lessons. Wow. Uh just when I started my first day job, maybe it didn't pay enough or something. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, but um, there were these people who approached me and say, "Hey, you want to come and teach piano in our music school?" And I thought, "Yeah, why not? You know, I've got the qualification for it. So, yeah, let's do this. You know, and and that I think would be the time when I started thinking. Okay, there are kids who come. There is obviously an interest. Okay. Um, and it's such a joy, you know, to to teach them because, and then they'll ask questions, and you've got okay. this thing going, and then you've got kids who come and they are, you know, they are you like say, me. okay, play. Let me finish forty five minutes now. Play F major scale, okay. Play. Wait, let's do scales. No, play F major, and then ah, uh, it's like maybe two octaves are uh, not very long lah. You know, like octaves what sixteen notes, correct uh, something like that, yeah. Don't know if Matt's correct or not. <laughs> so, they are playing, playing, playing. And then, uh, I can fall asleep, you know, before they finish because they're just struggling to find the next note. And like... So, well, that's oh, oh, people like me then, hey, But then you see, uh, parents also make sure their kids practice. I don't know about your parent, okay? My parent <laughs> knew I hated piano, got me an electric piano at home. And then she said, okay, one hour practice every day and you need to play. And then she doesn't even know whether my mother doesn't even know whether <laughs> I play correct or wrong. But it must be one hour every day. So after a while, she said, why well, you keep playing the same song? It's called practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, my parents would make sure, my mom more than my dad would make sure that we would practice before anything else. So I know it was like that with my brother and it was like that for me, for my brother, it really paid off because it's his... It's Bread his, and butter now. Yeah, it's excelling like at it, right? Uh, for me, I think it taught me other things. Um, yeah, I did enjoy... Okay, so me, 
I'm a bit more of the meticulous type. So, if I have to practice the skills, I'm quite hard on myself. As in, I must get it right. Okay. Can I get it right? I'll play again. So it can take me very long time to just get through the skills because okay. I want to perfect it, right? Uh, and it needs to sound great. And uh, yeah, you know, some people be like, "Well, what's the matter with you?" Um, but I think for me, it gave me this sense of number one, um, get the thing done. Okay. Because then after that, I can relax and do whatever else. Okay. That I need to do whether it's. Actually, it was, yeah, it was like practice piano before I even do homework. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know? okay. So maybe it's just get that done with and then do the other thing. So there's a sense of a routine, discipline kind of thing. Uh, and get it right. I okay. think for me, it was the get it right. So I don't know. Do I, I do enjoy playing the piano now. I don't play the classical. Sometimes I try, like, I take out the books and I'm like... You feel a bit more heartbroken because you know that you could do that piece really, really well. Okay. Uh, so when I'm in a mood, sometimes I do take it out and then like, you know, and then it kicks back in, you know, that, well, I must practice to get it right again, which I hardly do lah because I don't have the time to actually do it lah. But I think it did give me that, it did, it, you know, in imbue something lah in, in me lah. Okay. In terms if of anything, life skills. If anything, it really give me one skill which is discipline. Hmm. For me, it was really just disciplining myself to play the same piece over and over again, day in, day out, until I can memorize it. And you know what kind of person I am? I get bored, right? Yes. So oh my gosh. Like, I cannot oh imagine you practice gosh. the same song for So yeah. So that <laughs> that probably have built up that own uh, self-discipline that I have now. Today's episode is brought to you by 440 Records. Now, 440 Records organizes this thing called the Vocal Fest, uh, which was an annual event before COVID, and it's going to be coming back. So what happens is now, if if you were the type that had music lessons or singing lessons, or you just like to sing, you know, this is the time that you can uh, come together with other people who like to sing and get coached, you know. So you get a taste of what... Uh, music lesson is like if you haven't ever had one uh, but this is like sangat meriah lah. it's kind of like a festival with coaching with a lot of music so look it up okay Vox Fest or Vox Fest Malaysia uh, on Facebook and on the internet in general V-O-X F-E-S-T oh 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 so let me tell you right why I don't know lah. I think I didn't develop a, a deep interest for keyboard or piano is. Number one, I'm not interested in it, right? Okay. Number two, I try to be interested because at the age of five, six, seven, you can play do, re, mi, fa, so it's quite yes. impressive, you know? Mm-hmm. And I had one-to-one classes. It wasn't like a one... Nowadays, the children normally exposed to one and then ten people playing keyboard at the same time. Right. Right. So I had one-to-one coach and stuff like that. But I remember my first teacher was a violinist. She was oh. teaching me grade one piano, but she plays violin professionally. Oh, wow. Okay. So she would teach and teach. She said, your fingers must like this, like this, like this. She was totally fine. But it reached a point where, I think I was grade three or four, she wanted to play the violin while I played the piano. Yeah, that's awesome, right? Okay. And I was like, hello, I'm not really interested in piano, so I can't get it right. But she was more focused on that whole duet thing than me learning piano that she would actually take a metal ruler and hit my finger if I got it wrong so for oh, the no. longest time I was traumatized 
And I would say, how do I love something if I all I can remember is the pain, the mm. pain of um, yeah, metal rulers on your knuckles or fingers is like wow. I don't understand. I don't understand people hitting knuckles. So okay, so uh, uh, just just recently somebody told me that, uh, she used to learn ballet. Okay. And if they didn't do the leg work right, the teacher would okay. kick the leg in such a way that it goes I, right. <laughs> I, no, no, in such a way that I don't know. It's like you know, like you. I, okay, I didn't. She didn't explain. But I'm thinking, eh, hey, in ballet, ah, your legs are very precious. Correct. Same, Same what, as if the I, piano. Exactly. So why go and risk injuring the most crucial part? So I could never understand it. I remember it was a metal ruler, and then okay. I went home. I didn't practice for two, three days. My mom asked me why. I said, "Sorry, my finger hurt," and she oh couldn't no. figure understand why. Then I finally tell her, "Some metal ruler lah, teacher is hit." So she complained. Then the next time I went in, it was a wooden ruler, but it's still a ruler. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's quite funny. So I think I bear with the teacher for until grade four or five. Hmm. Then by grade six, right, she's very excited. She's more excited than me. Okay, she's like, "Now you can play." Longer, interesting pieces that the violin can play even more things, right? Okay. And I was like, man, my nightmare just started. So for the longest <laughs> time, piano lesson for me is like I'm paying this person, but she's trying to make me play with her, when she's like, don't know, diploma or something like that. <laughs> but did you have a lot of students, or were you the only one? I think there were quite a few because I'm one to one, so her schedule was quite full. It was a one uh, one week class kind maybe, of thing. Maybe, Ajina. Uh, maybe you were her pro- prodigy. Yeah, she was right. like, wow! I can groom this girl. Yeah, to right. Totally no interest at all. So when I finally stopped at grade seven, I think at grade seven, right, I was old enough to tell my parents, no is no. Before at that, seven. it's like five, six, oh, you just have to follow lah. Whatever your parents <laughs> say, right? All the way to grade seven, and she stops. You know, guess what? Guess what? I what? stopped my violin at grade seven or so. <laughs> so I, I remember I stopped, and then I don't know who was uh more more sad or devastated because the the teacher was like, what? Grade eight, and my mom was like, "I think you're supposed to finish grade eight." I said, "I don't know. I'm stopping." And then, <laughs> um, after that, that was when mom sent me to this, a uh, play by year. That time was very popular, play ah. by year, um, US kind of thing. So I started from basic, which is totally quite easy, lah. By then, right, my sister joined me. My mom forced both of us, right. So her basic is really first time playing piano, play by year basic. Mine is like play by year. I really know all the notes, so it really. Helped me to play bio very well, and I really enjoyed that more than the rigid syllabus. So I'm not okay. sure whether it's the teacher or the rigidness or both. But yeah, okay. some music lessons are like hell. But then your foundation in the in the classical piano, I suppose, helped you to play by ear better. Yeah, because you have a a better foundation of. Or the finger work and everything. It's already you know how to move lah the fingers. Correct right? After you know all the heating lah. <laughs> okay, I had a marvelous teacher. Wow. <laughs> so you got teachers from hell and then you got teachers from heaven. <laughs> um. So my teacher was in in this. Uh, Mrs. Chan was her name. She was in Bangsa, and uh, I think I used to be quite intrigued because. I go for a class, right? But she will talk first. Okay. Talk about life. Talk about. So you gonna you gonna preach? No, to... no, no! It wasn't. It wasn't preaching. It was just, oh, how have you been? I don't know, like icebreaker or what lah. Okay. So okay, me being me, right? I actually just want to get to the piano and just play, right? Okay. Um, but then after that, I think it was more of that establishing that relationship is not just 
you know, get to the work and, 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 and play. And so I think she was trying to inculcate that, hey, you know, music and, and life, I, I don't know. It wasn't really like she set out to to say that all all that lah, but um, later on, I found out that she actually gave a lot of care in like the pieces that I would play because later on I met the person who supplied books to her, you know, and she would she would actually tell about this. So I've got this student named Juita, and then it's like you know um she then oh yeah this would be so good. And yeah, so I was like, why the teacher tell this? Like, because I met this person, I was like, how did you know that she was my piano teacher? Because she, oh, she used to tell me about your classes. And I'm like, wow, then you really feel like quite special, you know, quite loved, you know. <laughs> um, so I, I remember that uh, with very, very, what do you say, uh, warm feelings. She's, she's passed on already. But I think to me, she was more than... A music teacher It wasn't like I confided a lot in her But Yeah I think it's like Helped me to enjoy The process You know I think that's very and crucial When it comes to Learning something We need to yeah. enjoy it And the person who teach Has to treat it more Than just a lesson Yeah And then she would She would Push me to do More things like I finished really grade 8 She's like Eh hey, now you can do uh, The The the, the certificate and performance or whatever or the diploma I think you can so, but I don't know whether I want to teach them I'll just do first okay of course it's also uh, it's also she's selling her product right because she's a teacher correct. right so the longer you but it didn't feel like it like it, it, always, it always felt like it was an uh, inspiration yes it always felt like an inspirational thing so Mrs. Chan yeah thank you very much <laughs> I kind of get that because when my new teacher the play by year one mm. she knew that I had a bit of basic mm. right so I think after basic class one, basic class two, then you're supposed to be intermediate or something. Mm. She would actually stop and ask me like, oh, what kind of songs or music you want to play? And I was like, wow, I get to choose songs. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't happen with my normal piano, whatever, right? So that time, my I grew up listening to a lot of oldies because my parents, are, my mom especially, is those who like, the first thing you do in the morning, she'll play some oldies collection and then mm. it will play. So I can actually remember melodies and lyrics and stuff like that. So I said, well, maybe start with something like that. Then at least when I practice, mom hears something familiar lah. Ah. Okay. So what the teacher did was, okay, let's randomly pick an oldie song. So she picked one oldies and then she play. And she said, now you listen. listen. Okay, now you play. Mm. And I find that whole process of, hey, listen and try to play it out without looking at some notes or whatever, makes that whole learning process much more interesting. Yeah. yeah. Than, than something that's so formatted. So after that, I remember right until at once two or something like that every time I learn something during the course it's like okay what song you want to learn this month ah, that's nice that's and then nice. she will and the same song she'll say okay now you play simple okay now you make complicate it you know have more chords in between and stuff mm-hmm. like that and after that okay now try to play a rock style and I'm like huh I'm just a <laughs> piano leg or sound carry <laughs> so she um, how is it learning that one song in different ways really make the whole learning process so much more interesting lah. Mm. So I think it's really looking at what the student is interested in and what yeah. make them excited That's when true. you teach. Otherwise, you just have this student like me in the beginning of the first <laughs> seventh grade. Like, yeah, press C, press D, C chord, okay. Like, yeah. totally no um emotional attachment. But it can go either way lah, you know. So in your case, it was the teacher who was, who was initiating it. So I remember... Uh, back then when I was teaching There was a 7, 8, 9, 10 years old 
girl, right? And uh, she actually asked. Okay. She said, oh, could you also help me to play, not play by ear, but help me to play chords, like pop. Okay. You know? And she had a reason for it. She wanted to play, you know, at, at gatherings, at family gatherings and things like that. And so I'm like, oh, wow, because I could, I could play uh, pop, right? Pop music. So I said, yeah, and you know, I got excited lah because it's like, okay, we'll do, let's do the 40 minutes of the thing, the classical, the foundation, everything. And then the last 20 minutes we can. So in, in the sense that she initiated it. Uh, so yeah, you know, if you're a student out there, right? If you're a teacher, <laughs> of course, sometimes it also depends lah. What is their forte, right? If you're asking them to teach you something they don't know, then of course it's not going to work out. But as a student, I think you can also... Try lah, you know, initiate. Or maybe they can recommend you to somebody. So that episode, right, I've always remembered these two kids, um, brother and sister, because they would always practice very well and calm, you know, the sister being girls lah, a bit more meticulous than the boy. Um, but then it, later I found out they took music all the way, as in they're actually working, doing music now. One is a music, Full-time musician like that lah. Uh, no, one is a music therapist. Okay. The other one became a sound engineer. Recently, he was he's been playing on radio and he's he was nominated for AIM award and all that. I'm like, wow, those two kids at seven and eight, nine, ten years old around there. You know, you never know lah who's gonna pass through your classroom door. You know, True. but so, I, I think an effective lesson requires communication lah, a two way yeah. communication that is the teacher trying to find and understand the student more, and as yes. a student, of course, need to be open to share. What exactly you want to learn lah Right And then when you know that How to say ah That, that uh, similar ground Correct Is when, when you can talk And you can uh, explain Correct. And people can understand It's not some abstract thing <laughs> But teachers also have to learn When to let go So for example mm. That play by year course that I had mm. My sister follow me Basic 1, basic 2 By the intermediate The teacher knows She also know ah, This is going nowhere right? <laughs> You know So they let go lah they let mm. go together. So I think uh, it's very important to recognize that it's okay if you have tried and this is not for you yeah. to let go or if you are a teacher to let the student go. Definitely. Don't and have to like, hello, please play until grade 8 and the student cry for 8 years or something. I don't know. Yeah. So nothing is wasted. I, I Now I understand just because somebody studied music, wow, can play so good for, you know, for those number of years and then now cannot even play anymore. But there was a benefit la, in the in, foundation in of it. La. Yeah. Or oh, and then just that understanding of appreciation of music, you know. And yeah, I think that really how adds hard to it your... is. <laughs> and when you listen to something, you can kind of understand what's going on. It's not just noise or white noise. And uh, yeah, I think on that note, we should, we shall let our listeners go. <laughs> yeah, so that they can go and listen to some music with yes. fresh new years. Yes. Jom Sembang Malaysia is hosted by two Malaysian friends who are passionate about Malaysian stuff. Stay tuned every week for a brand new Sembang session with Juwita Suito and Gina Yap Layung.